Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there, friendly S&T banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep. Home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At S&T Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. S&T Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Arthur Most Wesley Euler back for the second segment of today's show. Steelers Blitz, always in podcast format, by the way. So wherever you get your podcast at, don't forget to type in Steelers Blitz, spelled the West Virginia way, and that is with a Z at the end of it, all right? But you definitely want to tap in there so you get all of this content ready-made early on demand. That's right. Hey, Wes, man, it just hit me too, man. You know, I used to be in the Big East, and I used to, I used to remember that, man. Oh, those were the days. Those were the days, cousin. Yeah, I always think about like West Virginia, UConn and stuff like that. And it was just cool to see UConn win a natty, man. How about those? How about those Huskies, huh? It had me thinking much. I was like, yo, man, it'd be dope if if W could get us one of those, man, in in the future. Okay. Like, man, it felt good. I I, I know we're talking football, but I I just couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. (laughs) Two things. One. Was that not the, like the most stress-free serious championship dude. run of a team ever? Like the lowest heart rate championship ever. Thirteen <laughs> points was their, thirteen points was their smallest margin of victory. And, look, look, like, and, and it wasn't like it grew to that. It was we're coming down to fifteen. We're coming down to thirteen because right, we already right. done beat y'all. Yeah. Correct. Yes. So I am. I'm with you one hundred percent. It's like the. Um, the 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 lowest heart rate uh, national championship or, or just championship run I've ever seen. That's the first thing. The second thing, Motsi, is let me just tell you this: UConn. This is their fifth national championship they've won since 1999. Okay, back to like um, would have been like I think like Rip Hamilton and those guys. Yeah, back yeah. In, Rip, back Rip was in, the first one. Yep, yeah, back Rip, in '99. Mm-hmm. Um, five since '99. So that's that's five in yeah. 24 years. That's crazy. Yo, if, if WVU football and, or basketball and doesn't think matter. about that, that was with multiple coach changes. Because remember, Calhoun was the guy they thought they kind of went after coaches. Calhoun. Uh, uh, the former uh 76ers dude, he came and yep. won it. Kevin, Kevin Ollie. Ollie, Kevin he Ollie won it yep. year one. Mm-hmm. He won it in year one with uh with Kemba and them dudes. They and came Shabazz, back, Napier Shabazz and those Napier. guys. Yep. Yeah, yep. so that's that's crazy, man. Like three different coaches, and what's crazy too is before nine before nineteen ninety nine, they had been to two Sweet Sixteens in program history. That was. That's it. nuts, man. That and now they've nuts. won five national championships in the last 24 years. Motsi, if WVU won five national championships in 24 yeah. years in basketball or football, I would not survive. I know, no, I, and, look, and that's just for the guys' side. We know what the women's side have been doing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they got, they got like 11 of those things, don't they? Like, it's insane. What's the side been doing? It's unbelievable. If, if WVU won five national championships in 24 years, I would either not survive as a human being or I like I would be Mr. Rogers. I'd be the yeah. happiest, kindest dude in the universe because I would never be in a bad yeah. mood. Like, yeah, it is insane, shout out to UConn. Man. I mean, that's 
Yeah. It's like I said, impressive, and I'm jealous because yeah. I've been fortunate in my life. You know, the Steelers have won two Super Bowls in my life. Mm-hmm. The Penguins have won. Well, I, I don't really count. I was a baby when they won the, the Mario Lemieux Cups. They've won three yeah. that I've been old enough to enjoy. Right. You, you seen it back to back. No, no, no. You you lived through a back to back. I did. We, we experienced the back to back. That was that was a vibe. The city of, of Pittsburgh during that time was stress insane, bro. Inducing, right? I mean, in a lot of those series in those two years, the Penguins oh, were going down, down to the end. Down yeah, those series, absolutely. Going down to back. game sevens. Yeah. Uh, same with the Steelers and and they're running Super Bowl forty and Super Bowl forty. Come on, now you you know we put the drama in drama. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone everyone remembers that game in 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 uh in Indianapolis with Vanderjack mm-hmm. missing that shout out WVU Mike Vanderjack missing the hey field goal. See, he's doing it for the hey now. I'm on Troy Polamalu with the interception that got taken away. Mm-hmm. Right, Joey Porter cheat that. I mean. Mm-hmm. There, there were some, there were some epic games in there. A lot of stress-inducing games in there. I mean, the Steelers can you tackle. What's, what's your tackling look like? You know what I mean? Like, like? How, you, how you tackle? Okay. Larry, Larry Fitzgerald running what seventy-five yards to the end zone. Bro, with two bro, minutes left in the Super Bowl. You can't get beat in the middle of the field versus cover two. You can't do it. There were <laughs> some. There was the inside. And then on the ensuing drive for the Steelers to go and win the game, getting a holding penalty and having to, you know, having to no, convert. No, 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 no. Like a, let, let me let me drop the easy one and then come back and get the tough touchdown. Like. Yeah. So yes, imagine if the Steelers went on a Super Bowl run where they won every game by three touchdowns. I mean, that's basically yeah. what UConn just did. Uh, Seriously, pretty, man. pretty, pretty impressive, no doubt. Yeah. So I did want to shout them out, man, because obviously you got the WU and the Big East Big OG East. style oh. connection, man. In your big, your UConn. big conference guy. I know, I, I know mean, you big those... conference. You're big conference guy. Do it, do it for the Big East. Do it for the Big Twelve. I got you, man. All right. Yeah, I'm basically an SEC fan. You know it. <laughs> As long as one of us get it, we all get it. All right, I get it. All right. That's the only thing I didn't. That's the only thing I didn't understand about the LSU track. Like everyone's focused on the "you can't see me" in the yeah, ring. Point. Yeah. The only thing right. I didn't understand is after the game, all the LSU players were like, "We had to do it for South Carolina." For South Carolina, like for South what? Carolina. Shouldn't you hate them? Like I'm glad they lost. I'm glad they yeah. got beat. I'm they glad they've been they kicking, you, they've been kicking your like, butts what? for two years. What do you mean you hey, had to hey, do hey, them? Hey, hey, Wes, we got to win it for the Ravens this year. I, I, yeah, right. I'm doing the I'm doing it for Lamar. I'm Cleveland. doing this for Lamar. This is for you, bro. What? <laughs> what? Hey, yo, I couldn't wait to beat the Chiefs for the Cincinnati Bengals. I tell you that. I couldn't wait to beat the Chiefs because the Bengals, man. Hey, hey, Joe Burrow, we got your back, bro. We got your That's back. Right. This, like, this no. one's for Joe Burrow. Like, bro, what? What are we talking about? But hey, that, that's that's the SEC, baby. You know what they say, Arthur Motes? It just means more. Oh, no. I can't stand the fact that you brought that up, but you are absolutely right. Yo, what are we doing? I do not care about my rivals, my opposition. Not at all. Uh-uh. I don't want them to feel good in the least bit. In fact, I, I want them to lose. Extra, bro. I want you to lose by a thousand and be miserable. Okay. That's what I wish, I, I wish Iowa would have beat you by 50. Yeah, like what? <laughs> That's funny. <sighs> but bringing it back, bringing it back. Speaking of LSU. Yeah. Speaking of LSU, I like the colorway, you know, not the Ravens part, but the goal part. Well, and our, our new defensive lineman that we just signed is a, is well, a tiger. Hey, hey. Tiger, oh, tiger. Great, great, great. So you brought him as a tiger. I brought him as a charger. Hello. But I am speaking on none other than the big man in the middle, Braden Fioku. We uh, recently signed him as well. Same time frame um, as the Keanu Neal signing. And uh, Braden formerly played with the LA Chargers. Um, this is his, uh, like I said, came out of LSU. This will be coming into his fourth season. 
came out, uh, let's see, 2020 was his first year in the league. Started a couple of games throughout his career thus far. Hasn't played in a ton of games. But what I will say is this, going and watching the tape on him, he does some nice things, especially how the way the season ended for him. He was one of those guys when you're talking about where is your arrow pointed? You hear Coach Simon talk about your trajectory. You want to be arrow pointed up or finishing the season mm-hmm. hot. He was definitely one of those guys who did do that. So to give you context, like I said, first season, played one game. Okay? Not a lot going on there. Second season, uh, I think he had, let's see, he was probably six. Oh, there we go. Seven games in his second season that he played in. Had some productivity, or excuse me, eight games in the second season. But in terms of productivity, nothing crazy, but you can see, you know, journeyman. In terms of, or not journeyman, but role player, depth sure, player at the time. Sure, sure. But then you look at him this last year, and the thing that I liked was this. To start the season out, he didn't play. You know, going to week seven, he hadn't taken a, he hadn't dressed. He was inactive, wasn't playing at all. But then from there, week eight on through, you see him not only playing, but you see his snap count increasing. As a nose tackle, you're not going to play 100% of the snaps in the passing league. But for him to be playing 50% of these snaps or the closeness to 50% in terms of nothing less than 40% from week eight all the way to the end of the season, that to me is extremely impressive. And then for me, I went ahead and watched his last game when they played the uh, the Denver Broncos. Your, your guy, Russ, when he was trying to cook a little bit. <laughs> And it was just, once again, impressive to see this guy utilize hat and hands, utilize his ability to eat up space, be a true nose tackle, but then at the same time, be capable of not just securing his gap, but being strong enough and being fundamentally sound enough to make plays. And what do I mean is, if your gap is the A gap, but that ball is spitting in the B and there's nobody there, man, don't just look at the ball and say, hey, I did my job, I'm in my gap. Man, go get off the block and go make a play. And Braden at times showed that, especially in that last game versus the Broncos. And that, to me, was impressive for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's the end of the season. We know it's a lot of things going on in your mind. They were getting ready for the playoffs. So you see where he is in terms of his focus. You see where he is in terms of his attention to detail. And even though they ended up losing that game, I thought that he still played well and was productive. That was actually one of his most productive games of the season. But when you talk about a guy that's going to be able to come in here and if that's your third nose tackle, your third nose tackle has played in a good amount of games and is coming off of three starts just last season. If that's your third guy on the list. Yeah. I like the depth that we got thus far with that. I am. I'm I'm with you. Certainly. Um, there's some there's some Tyson Alu Alu vibes mm-hmm. to his game, um, and hey, I'm not just saying that because they're both from Hawaii, right? Hey, <laughs> um, hey, hey, but but I think there's some Tyson Alu Alu vibes there in the sense of you you go and watch the highlights, and and there's not a ton of oh wow you know mm-hmm. moments, but I think as you just laid out, he is a solid player who can play a role who's been asked to do more and more in his each of his first three seasons and has done so successfully. I mean, from his second year to his third year last year, he he played more than double the amount of snaps. So mm-hmm. his second year in the league, he played 122 snaps for the Chargers. Yep. Last year played 280 on defense. Yep. So that's you know he's he's like more said, than that's doubling all his with snaps. him. And that's all with him not dressing, not playing a Correct. snap Correct. prior to week nine. Not playing Correct. a snap. 
So yep. when he did finally get that opportunity, you saw he did not turn back and give it to anybody else. And that's the other impressive part as well, right? And, and absolutely is. You know, he's played over 100 special team snaps in his career, so I'm sure he'll give you some value there as well, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, only 26 years old. To me, he's a player that can come in, and and, and you're not going to ask him to change the defense to – to you know, to be the guy on the defensive line or anything like that, like you just laid out, he's going to be a piece, and I think he can play that role successfully. I think if yeah. you if if you give him, you tell him, hey, this is your job, this is what we need you to do. Don't worry about anything else. I think he'll be able to hold it down for that defensive line. I think he'll be able to give you quality snaps. And again, kind of like Tyson Alualu was throughout his career, and, and, I, and I know it's different because Tyson was a first round draft pick, so um, there were there were certainly expectations for Tyson right away. But I think when Tyson got towards the middle of his career, some expectations dropped. And then all of a sudden he surprised people by really having a few solid years again. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like, I think we could look back two, three years from now and say, you know, wow, that that wasn't a signing that moved the needle when he came to Pittsburgh. But over three years here, he got better. His role increased. He was able to do more and more. And he ended up being a great value for, for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, he seems like a guy, like you said, when 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 you watch his tape and when you when you look at it kind of from a, a snaps and a statistical perspective, who's taken his opportunities and not surrendered those, and you just see what seems like an an, an intense personality as well too that that goes with that. I mean, you see him and his brothers and his dad doing yeah. the haka and going nuts. <laughs> yes, and he just, sir. Like, like a guy who who seems like he genuinely loves football and Yo, loves his the dad game. gets fired up though. Shout out to his, his pops. His pops gets hurt up, bro. Like like a, a football family that, yeah. that wants to go out there and take your head off respectfully. Bro, I totally right? forgot that was him. Yo, yeah. you're right at LSU. They definitely did. Yeah, him I and his dad now. and his brother. They I mean, he'd up. Be, yeah. be doing the haka and like ready yeah. to, to headbutt like, somebody. You know what seriously. I mean? Like. With a suit on. <laughs> With a suit on, exactly. Like, you're like, crazy. I love it. <laughs> he, he is a guy who loves the physicality, loves the nastiness, yeah. loves loves football. And I, I know, as you can attest to, it might surprise some people when we say things like that, but not everybody at the, at the NFL level is like that. They like football, but they not they might not love it as much as they uh-oh, love Uh-oh, Ryan. They liking it, but they, they ain't love, loving it. Come they love on the now. money. They love the fame and the notoriety that comes with playing in the NFL, right? He just seems like a guy that loves ball and being yeah. 26 years old, coming to a, a defense like this that has pieces all around him and, and they're not going to ask him to do too much. They're not going to ask him to mm-hmm. punch above his weight class or they're not going to try and get him square peg and a round hole type thing. I, I do think he's got a, a real opportunity to to accelerate his career. And like I said, we could look back in a couple of years and say, hey. When he came to Pittsburgh, that didn't move the needle, but he ended up, you know, Steelers ended up giving him another contract and he ended up being a guy that that really played the best football of his career in Pittsburgh. Yeah, you're absolutely right, man. And like I said, when you look at the depth chart right now, who do we have as nose tackles? Montrevis Adams, who he has came in and provided us some productivity. We, like, we obviously we like, signed yeah. him and we like him, but personally, he's a three, four, or excuse me, personally, he's a three technique that we play as a nose, whereas Braden is a nose tackle. Correct. Big difference in terms of those two type of players in terms of what they bring and what we're ultimately looking for with them. But then you also have uh, Renell Wren. So mm-hmm. when we're talking about just the cachet at that position, it isn't a ton of true nose tackles. Jonathan Marshall, another guy that you could potentially put in there, but we still haven't seen him. So I do feel like at least with Braden, 
it takes some of that pressure off. It takes that pressure of feeling like we have to get a nose tackle. Sure, sure. And I think that that's been the approach that Omar Khan and Andy Weidel have been taking this offseason. You look at the Patrick Peterson sign. It was enough to give you peace of mind, but not enough to deter you from taking a corner at 17. But if you didn't take a corner, you still feel fine. You look at the Keanu Neal signing. Not enough to make you say we're not going to touch a safety, but it's enough that if we didn't, you would still have peace of mind. Whoa, let's go to the offensive side of the ball. The linebackers as well, too. Cole, excuse me on that. Cole Holcomb and and um, Landon Roberts. Absolutely. Both of those guys. If we if we draft somebody, great. But if not, we feel good right here. Same concept on the offensive line. We know we went over the top with that interior part of the offensive line. Yes. But we still feel good about it. We feel like, you know what, if we don't test the offensive line, we're still good because of the way that we upgraded it with the money. And I think that this signing follows suit. So, yeah, we've talked about a Siaki Ika from Baylor, the nose tackle. We've talked about some of these other interior defense alignment that we know the Steelers are very interested in based on their combine meetings, the pro day scheduling and things like that. But ultimately, this gives the team peace of mind. If they draft somebody, great. But if not, if the board doesn't fall that way Mm -hmm. or just more pressing needs or better players are available than a nose tackle at that time and we decide to overlook it to go with these other positions. Sure you at least don't feel like our cupboard is bare. We at least feel like we have a guy that by body type alone right. truly plays nose. And then we have a guy in Montrevis Adams that we feel like can give us a little bit more athleticism and speed at that nose tackle spot. Different approach, but can still yep. give us some yep. productivity there. And you feel like you got at least some type of one-two punch tandem to give teams different looks. So I do think that Omar has set us up in a very, very good position prior to the draft, man. I, I am with you 100%. That's where you want to be. You can do the the true best player available within reason, right? I mean, yes. if, if the best player that they have available on their big board at pick 17 is a quarterback, spoiler alert, they ain't taking, we a taking quarterback. them. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. We All need right. we need depth. Who's our depth right now? Uh, Me. Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, Come on. How many quarterbacks do you keep on your roster, though? Oh, that's all right. We cool. Yeah. We're just gonna take. How, uh, how many quarterbacks you keep on your roster, man? We're gonna take. Uh, what's his face from Georgia? No, uh, Stetson, Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett in the seventh there round. We go. Camp arm. Camp arm. Stetson Bennett. All right, he can join us at Sharky's late night down there in Ochoa. Camp arm. You crazy? That's a winner. <laughs> that's a winner. I'm team Stetson. I told you. I, I don't know if I told you officially, but you yeah, that's the quarterback Stetson. I want. Yes. If we take it a quarterback four, fifth, six, seven, yeah, that's the quarterback I all want. Right. Okay, so you want me to tell you mine? That's the quarterback I want. Give me Stetson. Who you got? You're talking like day, like day three draft. Yeah, yeah, day three guy. Yeah, my day three. Not, not any of the early, but like your right, day three, right. your dark horse. Like so, for me a year ago, I loved Bailey Zappi and EJ. You Perry. like B- Bailey Zappi? Those yeah, are my dudes. You know what yeah, I mean? Yep. So now this year, I'm like, no, nah, Stetson. I like Stetson, man. Tyson Bajan is mine. Ooh, okay. The D, the D two okay. quarterback. From okay. Shepard, West Virginia. I, I, Shout out to Shepard. Oh, you know, I know Shepard now. My, you see, one of my guys used to coach at Shepard, man. Listen. Yep, baby. Listen. Shout Tyson, out to Shepard. Tyson Bajant, the West Virginia boy, right? Um, who, Shoot, Shepard. That, that's one of my. How uh, Ho, Howard Jones, man. Hojo. Oh, yeah. Played for the Steelers as well, man. Outside yep. of came from Shepard, man. 
That's like uh, where where some of the Eulers live. It's like half an hour away where, where some of my where some of my family in Northern Virginia lives there. Um, so, yeah. So I like Tyson Bajan a lot. He yeah. he was in the portal before this past season and everyone thought mm-hmm. he was going to go to a D2 school, but he actually ended up going back to Shepard or everyone thought he was going to go to a D1 mm-hmm. school because he, he had some interest. Like, I think some programs yeah. like Marshall and, you know, mm-hmm. some, some teams wanted him, uh, but ended up staying at Shepard. Just absolutely lit it up the last two years. Yeah. Uh, was D two, I think, player of the year both both years. I I like Tyson Bajant. Uh He's Let's he's my go. he's my dark horse camp arm. If we're gonna share if we, ours, if we go in there, cool that's too. where we go. Heck yeah! I'm just like yo, give me stats. I like his accuracy. I like his anticipation. Um, I think he throws him pretty well. Not the most gifted does, in terms of like does. arm talent and stuff like that, but I don't need him to. Give me, give me my little poor man's Drew Brees. All right. Oh, now you got me. Now you got me looking at, at these. All right. So yeah. So he's from Martinsburg, West Virginia, is where Tyson Bajan is pl- Shout from. Shout out to Martinsburg. Let's played, go. played for the played for the Shepherd Rams. There, you yes, know sir. what I'm saying? And yes, Shepherd's and Shepherd's Tan. Hey, uh, hey, right, right out there. Are they located on 81? Or are they get on 60? Are they up the? Uh, you give, you give me one second. You give me one second. You're going to pull up Google Maps for you. How, I got far, right how far did they go down? I'm going to say, are they still on 81 or is it further down? Uh, no, off, you get off that 81 exit in Martinsburg. Yeah, okay. yeah and then you're just okay. a few miles. You're just a few miles, two, yeah. two, four miles away. Yeah. 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 Shout out, shout out to the Shepherd College folk. Yeah. Funny though. I mean, right on the West Virginia, Virginia state line. And mm-hmm. it's, it's funny, but yeah. Actually, I, I've driven past that college too many times uh, as did I was they... traveling back to Pittsburgh, traveling back to Buffalo. Oh, man. You know it. You know it. Back, did they yeah. recruit you? Did they recruit you at all out of school? No, no. Um, this because they knew not, you were going. They knew you were going D one, baby. Stop it, man! Stop it. But no, that, I do hear that. Ha, that is how it works, though. They'll be like, "Yo, we're not going to recruit a person that we don't think has a chance to come yeah. here." Because it was definitely schools. I was low key upset that it was like a couple of colleges from my hometown that didn't recruit me. I'm like, bro, what's going why on? Why you ain't call me? Like y'all waited to the end to offer me. Like I was just some regular dude. They like, well, we figured you was gonna leave anyway. Is that like, yeah, right? Is that yeah. is that like, uh, is I'm that like, like oh, I don't know, that man? Is yeah. that like that like slippery rock, like trying to recruit one of the Aliquippa guys or probably, something? Probably, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like uh, even if you, even if I am gonna leave, can I at least get the offer? Like, dang, yeah. y'all can wait to the end. Like, Put me in the local newspaper. Yeah, Come on, like, y- y'all right? was the first college I pulled up to, and y'all wait to the end to offer me. Like, what? <laughs> That's crazy. But I knew you weren't finna come here. So yeah, that's probably why Shepard didn't offer me, man. Are, are but I got love for them folks over there. Last last year, Tyson Bajan at Shepard, 5,000 passing yards and Bro, 53 touchdowns. Stop playing. That's like that's them Duck dog. Hodges numbers, bro. Them that's Duck my Hodges dog. Numbers. Golly, bro. Much like Duck, I bet you just knowing he's from Martinsburg, probably likes to hunt. Strong possibility. Yeah, strong possibility right there, man. <laughs> but with that being said, it's also a strong possibility that this it will be our last break. Because when we come back, we got to hear from the power grid, the megawatts. So don't touch that down. It's Arthur Mopes. It's Wesley Euler, and this is Steelers Nation Radio. Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there. Friendly s Banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep. Home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At ST Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. ST Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 